Hi everyone and welcome back to the sixth episode of my little podcast here. On today's episode, uh, it's going to be the same format as yesterday, but I have a brand new guest here with me. It's my good friend Emily. Say hello, Emily. Hello. So just like yesterday, we're just going to kind of be talking about all things college and future related, which I know is scary and I don't know how Emily feels about it, but I wanted to bring Emily on here because like Hannah, I know that Emily and I have done kind of similar research and the college trip that Hannah and I were talking about yesterday, Emily also went on. So I know that she'll have a lot to say just about her college journey and what she's done up until this point. So like I said, that's why I wanted to bring her on here. All right, so Emily, just to kind of start it off, just kind of like a base level question. As a junior and almost at the end of your, almost at the, like the full end of your junior year, how prepared are you right now for college? Um, I would say I'm semi-prepared because I have looked at a decent amount of colleges already mm-hmm. and I've taken the ACT and done different things like that, but I still don't know exactly where I want to go like I have a lot of options and things that I'm looking at still Mm -hmm. so yeah I would say I'm like semi-prepared yeah that's good so do you know what your top choice is for a school I do not I have a lot of I have a lot of colleges that I definitely know I want to apply to Mm -hmm. but all of them are kind of like equal level right now yeah I feel like that's I think that's good because like Obviously, it's good to have, like, a top college, but, like, having all schools at an equal playing field just kind of, I feel like, for me, like, kind of being the nervous person I am when, like, applications roll around and, like, acceptances and stuff like that are coming out, it'll kind of lessen the blow if, like, a school, like, rejects me, if that makes sense. Like, if it's not, like, my top school, like, getting rejected, it's, like, all of these schools are at equal playing field and, like, are kind of all match up to, like, what I want. So, yeah, that's good. So you said you do have a list of schools? Yeah, I have a list of schools that I've looked at and that I like. And then I also have a list of schools that I still want to go and, like, get the field, the campus, and different things. Yeah. So what are some of the schools that are on your list that, like, you know for sure, like, you've seen, you've done a lot of research, and you're like, they're for sure on my application list? Um, Kentucky is definitely one I know I want to apply to. And then I've also been thinking about applying to Butler and maybe Wisconsin-Madison. Wisconsin-Madison? I mean, you have similar tastes. <laughs> and yes. uh, I know definitely Kentucky and Butler for me, too, because, like I mentioned, the college trip that we both went on before, those were two schools that we visited. Um, and I definitely liked both of those schools because, like, Butler I didn't really know about going in into it, so, like, I didn't really know what to expect. I didn't think I'd like it because I knew it was like a smaller school and I feel like before I started visiting schools I was always like oh I I can only go to like a really big school and like a big state school but then I kind of went on that college trip and like started visiting the smaller schools and I appreciated that more if that makes sense yeah I agree with that I like so sophomore year I visited two like bigger state schools and I thought like that I that's all I would look at like I would not even like consider any smaller schools but after definitely seeing like Butler and I've looked at Marquette like I've definitely been interested in those schools too yeah and I think that that's a really awesome thing about like visiting a college campus is because that's like the best feel like that's the best like indicator of how you're gonna get 
like how campus life is going to be obviously like when you go to like a campus store they're kind of selling it to you and it's kind of like made up to like be really like great and awesome and like a lot of times the school is but like there's certain times where like some things are kind of like hyped up a little more than they should be but I feel like as a like a high school kid and like having really no experience in terms of college of campus visit is like the best way to figure out like what you want if that makes sense yeah I agree with that too because for most of the campus visits I've gone on with my like parents and friends I've like walked around after the college tours and I feel like that's really helpful too Mm -hmm. because you can kind of like explore and get your own feel on it without like without having someone who's at the school telling you about it yeah for sure kind of having your own authentic experience kind of exploring on your own and like outside of the campus then also like the town around it like what are you going to be doing like when you're not in school that type of thing yeah definitely so Emily do you know what you want to major in or what it is that Um, you want to do so I definitely know that I want to do something in the medical field Mm -hmm. but I haven't decided exactly what that is. I've been, I've seen like different nursing programs. Like I said, I visited Marquette during, um, but I visited during their open house. So I got to look at their nursing like facilities and different things. Mm -hmm. But I've also considered um, like pharmaceutical, like science, different things like that. And um, I've recently started looking at like PT too. PT? So what yes. what do you what do you think is going to be like the most realistic thing and not like realistic like none of those are realistic but what do you think is going to be the most like thing most like major of interest for you when it comes time to like picking it like I know you said that like you don't know yet but like what do you think you're going to like as of right now what do you think you're going to do Um as of right now I'm really interested in like being a pharmacist possibly in like a hospital setting yeah but we'll see if that changes yeah I feel like it's I I I understand where you're coming from on that because I know like before I I still haven't like narrowed down exactly what I want to do but before I narrowed down a field like that I wanted to go into it kind of changed week by week a little bit and like not week by week, but, like, it kind of was very fluid, kind of, oh, I could do this, oh, I could do this, oh, I could do this, so I, I understand, yeah. I understand that back and forth, but at least you have a, like, a, a field secure, because I feel like that's a really important thing to have down, it's not like you're considering, like, being a pharmacist and then being, like, an English teacher, like, it's all three of those, um, like, fields and majors that you're talking about are kind of in the same range, if that makes sense. Yeah, I definitely agree with that because one of the things I didn't want to do was, like, go into college or go into a university undecided. Yeah. For some reason, that just, like, I never wanted to do that. Yeah, it scares you. Definitely. It definitely scares me, so. Yeah, and one thing Hannah and I were kind of talking about is that, like, if you, it's one thing if you're going in undecided and you, like, kind of have a focus but if you're just going into a four-year university undecided with absolutely no idea what you want to do like why are you wasting your money to go to a four-year school you may as well just go to community college for two years and then like spend that time at home saving money like having a job so like saving like like I said again saving money and 
um, still going to school and then still having that possibility of going away after those two years and like finding it is what you want to do like for me a few of the schools that I was looking at for example like Dayton and University of Kentucky they both have programs um so I think I mentioned this in the last interview but I'm in um I'm interested in like business I explained I don't really know exactly if that's going to be more so like the finance and accounting side of business or if it's going to be more communications marketing that sort of thing but one thing that was really interesting about Dayton and Kentucky and I'm sure a lot of other schools have this but those specifically is they have what is basically like an exploratory business major so it's basically you're in their business program but you don't have like a specialty if that makes sense and so like I feel like even though undecided can be really tricky and like really kind of scary sometimes for me those majors would be like a really good fit because like I'm still in the field I want to be but I'm using that time to kind of figure out exactly what it is that I'm like interested in if that makes sense oh yeah definitely because I feel like that's another one of my fears is like going in and like finishing or like say I become a nurse and then I'm like oh wait like I kind of messed up this yeah. isn't what I want to do yeah. so yeah I definitely think that's a good idea so i like when it comes when it comes down to applying because that's I feel like that's creeping up sooner than we'd like to than we'd like to admit so when it comes down to applying oh, yes. what is going to be like your strategy for applying and what I mean by that is are you just gonna apply to as many like as many possible schools as you can and just kind of hope for the best are you applying to only um, schools that only match to you really well and what I mean by match is like match in terms of where your ACT is your GPA and just like their other requirements um, so only schools that match are you going to apply to only reach schools so only schools that are like kind of out of your range and just kind of like wing it and just kind of like hope for the best which be like if I apply to a bunch of schools that are above my range then hopefully at least one will accept me um, are you going to apply for only safety school so schools that like you know for a fact will get in I feel like a lot of people who kind of tend to be more nervous will do that so um just kind of applying to schools that like you know that you have a really good chance of getting in um or are you just kind of so what's basically your strategy is what I'm getting to in a long-winded long-winded question so basically my strategy for applying is I do want to apply to a few schools that I match really well with, like, I know we'll get, like, that I'll get in kind of, like, as a backup school, Mm -hmm. and then there are some schools that are kind of, like, like you said, like, a stretch, kind of, or, like, you apply to them hoping for the best, or reach school, whatever, and I want to apply to a few of those, too, Mm -hmm. but the thing is, if I decide to go into nursing before, I've also talked with um, college guidance counselors about how there's, like, direct admit nursing programs and non-direct admit. So if I decide to go nursing before I'm applying, then I'm going to have to have a variety of, like, schools that are direct admit and that aren't, too. So the schools that don't direct admit are kind of, like, backups. Mm-hmm. So I think I will be applying to, like, a wide range of schools Mm -hmm. but I kind of want to narrow it down like my cousin did apply to like a lot of schools like I think maybe over like 10 Mm -hmm. or 15 and I don't want to have too many schools I feel like 
I would kind of like to have, like, looked at a school at least before I applied to them. Yeah, definitely. Hannah and I were kind of talking about how we feel like for us, our absolute max would be 10. And we, we don't even think yeah. we're going to go with 10. It's like my scholarship, they're um, requiring that we apply to at least six. So I think it's four match, one reach, one safety. But I feel like I'm going to apply to anywhere from like six to eight, maybe. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that's a good number. But I feel like a lot of kids like these days are applying to like so many. And then if they get in, they will get them. And I don't know. I just feel like I want to, like, know a school before I apply to it, at least. Yeah, I feel like you should put your energy more into researching that school before applying to it. Obviously, I know you can't visit, like, not everyone has, like, the resources to visit every single school that, like, they apply to because it might be, like, a money thing or, like, the school might just be way too far and you just haven't had the time to visit it. But I definitely think that you need to you need to take the time to narrow it down a little bit because, like... Applying to all those schools is only just going to overwhelm you later. Not saying you get into every single school, but, like, having all of those options is just, I don't know, I feel like that overwhelmed me. I'd rather spend the time now to really research what it is that I want and just narrow it down that way. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. So, Emily, like I said, I'm interested in business and you're talking about nursing, so I have, like, absolutely no idea um, how, like, nursing school works. So, kind of explain what you were talking about with like, a direct admit nursing program versus a non-direct admit. So, how, how, like, how does that work? So, direct admit schools basically have a certain amount of spots that they have open in their program. And as you apply to the university or college, you apply right into that school. Okay. So, you're, you just go straight into it. You start your classes right away. And, like, an example of that is, like, Marquette. Marquette has a direct admit program. And then there's other schools, like Kentucky, for example, where you you get into the school first, and then after, I believe it's, like, the first semester for them, you have to apply to the nursing program after you're already a student at Kentucky. Okay, so at Kentucky, do you just spend that first semester kind of undecided? Um, so you still take classes that are going to prepare you. Like you would still what I've I've talked to a student that was there and um she said that you could either take biology or chemistry, like you get to kind of like start the classes for like say you were going into the nursing program. But it's not guaranteed that you'll get in. Okay. Still. Okay, so, well, like, when you apply, well, like, again, I'm, none of us have, like, actually physically, like, applied to schools yet, so, like, I don't really know if you even know the answer to this, but, like, when you, like, fill out your application to Kentucky, does it have you specify a major on it, or do you not, like specify a major like do you not declare a major until after you're accepting their offer if that makes sense that i'm not too positive on okay. i i would assume that you probably go undecided but you probably like have some, by your courses there's I a way like, to like indicate that like you're planning yeah. on going into the nursing school okay so I then, feel like that's most likely how it works. Okay, and then for a school like Marquette, 
you obviously, like, is there going to be a separate application for their nursing school? Like, is there, like, their common app or coalition, whichever they use, application, and then is there a completely separate nursing school application? Or is it, like, you just fill out, like, a normal university, like, Marquette University application and just indicate that, like, you want to go into their nursing school? Um, I haven't done much research on that, but I'm pretty sure you just indicate it, and then they look just like a normal, like, they admit you in, and then the nursing school looks at it, and then they have to admit you, too. Okay. So, would you find, since, for, like, the direct admit programs, would you find out any earlier or any later than, like, a normal acceptance from a school? I don't believe so. I believe that you find out at the same time. So can you get rejected from their nursing program but still get into the actual school? That I believe so because I know at least for Marquette the um their for their nursing school like it's a lot you need a lot you need a better like ACT score and GPA to get into their nursing school than you do their actual school. That makes sense. I feel like for so, me, yeah. I feel like because again, I like I said, I don't have any um, like knowledge on like nursing school and applying for that. But I know, for example, like I'm like my number one school is like U of I, and like I said, my focus is business. But like their business program is like incredibly selective. Like I said in Hannah's interview, like my friend, you know who she is, Kaylin. Her brother had like over a thirty on his ACT and is like a Chick Evans scholar, and like he didn't get into their business program. Um, I don't know if that had anything to do with, like, his, like, Chick Evans scholarship, because that could, because they kind of control your application a little bit, so I don't know if it had anything to do with that, but just bottom line, their, like, their requirements for their business school are, like, incredibly selective, so I think if I, like, when I apply to U of I, I'm gonna apply to their, like, liberal arts school, which, like you said, kind of like how Marquette's nursing school is, that school kind of has a lower average ACT and, like, GPA, that sort of thing. And then what I want to do is, like, if I go to U of I, I'm going to major in communications and then a minor in business, which I think is really cool. I found out about this over the weekend. They have a business minor for kids that aren't in the business school, which is, like, ideal. Oh, yeah, that's really cool. So it's like I'm still getting, like, still taking all those business classes that I want to be, but just not in, um, not in, like, not physically enrolled in their business school. So, yeah, that was a little tangent that I didn't need to go on, but just, just a little anecdote trying to kind of, trying to connect to what you were saying. All right, so Emily, so now we're talking about, we're talking about applications and, um, kind of what your options are for that so what have you so you're kind of talking about all of this stuff that you know already so what have you done over the last like two and a half years to prepare for like applying and actually going Um, to college so to prepare for applying I've gone on a lot of college visits so far like a lot of them through the college trip too like Mm -hmm. we said we went on and also, I've talked to the guidance counselors at school a couple times, and just talked to them about my interests, and they've given me different pieces of advice. And then I think another, like, key factor is, like, having done, been a part of, like, the Explore program, like, I know you're in that too. Yeah. And I feel like that's really helpful in, like, finding your interests and, in, like, what you like. You can see what you like, what you don't like. 
like I feel like that's been really helpful too and taking advantage of like the resources we have at school like we've had the college fair I've gone to that like the last two years so kind of like trying to use those resources yeah definitely and like I know for me like I kind of um like college research has kind of been like not forced upon me because I don't want to make it sound like a bad thing but like very much like impressed upon me since freshman year because of like the scholarship program program I'm in so I've had like a little bit like different opportunities in terms of doing that sort of research but I think that at Marist like the explore program has been like a great resource for kids that like aren't in programs like I am because it's like it's a club but it's a very much like do as much as you want to do it's not like a you sign up for this club and you have to do x y and z it's like here's this club like you can join it if you want and you can gain points and like or you can just do it based on what you want to do like it's very much like a free like free reign just kind of do I'm, I'm like struggling to find the words but it's very much like you control what you want to do and like at your own pace and do what you think yeah. is going to be the most beneficial for you yeah, I definitely agree with that, and I feel like what I love about it is, like, like you can gain the points if you want, but I feel like for me it was never a struggle gaining points. Like, I've just, like, always wanted to go to, like, hot talks and different things, and, yeah, like, same. it's, like, a fun, it's been, like, a fun thing, so it's never felt forced. Like, I feel it's a good way to explore your interests. Yeah, and, like, outside of it being, like, an interest of mine because I feel like um just kind of researching college and like careers has always just been something that like I've liked to do it's never been like a hassle I feel like now as it's become as like the actual like moment is like coming closer and closer it's becoming harder for me to like sit down and research it because it's like oh god this is like my reality now this isn't just like a a very distant future type thing like this is happening now but like for me, college research has always been something that's not incredibly forced. It's not something that I've, like, put off a lot. But, like, even outside of that, like, like you said, the Explore program, like, makes those kinds of things fun. Like, I don't know, like, for example, you you mentioned Hawk Talks. Like, at our school, they bring in different alumni that are, like, representatives of, like, different careers. And they come in and just kind of talk about their career their college experience things they did during college things they did like right after college and like if they further their education just all of the things that they have done to get to their career point and like what their future goals are and just kind of giving their experience but also advice for kids that are also interested in the same field and like what I like about them is like I go to hawk talks that aren't even like in fields that I like like I went to a biomedical engineering one and like I have absolutely no interest in biomedical engineering ones, like a bio uh, a career in biomedical engineering. But I still went to the Hawk Talk because it's still interesting to hear from a professional their journey and like outside of their specific career, they just talk about like their college experience and like and what they did for internships in college and like how they chose their college. And I just think that that's they're really interesting and like um, the the teacher at school that runs it, like, kind of provides an incentive for us. Like, if you sign up, it's during lunch. They'll, like, provide lunch, so they'd always, like, get Jimmy John's catered. And so I just think that it's, like, for... It's kind of giving the kids that don't necessarily want to do college research kind of that extra push there. It's, like, 
or college and career research that it's like, hey, like, you should be doing this, but, like, here's kind of the push that you need to just do it and, like, while not making it completely miserable. Yeah, and I definitely feel like we benefit from it because, Mm -hmm. like, you were talking about the biomedical engineering, like, hawk talk and, like, different other hawk talks we've had. I've kind of, like, gotten ideas, like... I remember another one, it was a nurse, and she was talking about how, um, like, you can go, you can become a nurse, and then after, you can, like, still go to medical school, but then you will still be able to work and kind of, like, bring in more money while you're, like, getting ready for medical school. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it also gives, like, really good ideas to kids who, like, like, me, I've never had anyone, like, a doctor or really nurse in my family, so I don't really know much about, like, what you can do. Yeah. So for kids who, like, are going into a profession that they don't know much about, it kind of, like, helps them and gives them information about things they might not know that yeah. they can do. Yeah, going off of that, I think that's a really good point to bring up because, like you said, my, like, a career that I'm interested in, like, I have no one in my family that I could like go to for advice like I have this I obviously have a lot of like um like mentors and like professional people that I can contact but like in terms of my family and um like family friends I have no one that I can talk to but like also one thing that I kind of don't have in the explore program has kind of been able to provide for me is that um uh unlike Emily like Emily has you have like Emily three brothers Yes. So you have, she has three older brothers that have all gone away to college. So like she has seen firsthand kind of, obviously they're, they're all like a lot older than you, but you've kind of seen firsthand the process of like applying for college, going away to college, like kind of that whole journey. And like no one in my family, like one of my cousins like went away to college, but she ended up like leaving because going away wasn't the right fit for her. And like, I have a lot older cousins that have gone away to school, but like I was way too young to remember So I think that, like, for kids like me that don't really have anyone in their family that can, like, help them through the college process, like, of course my mom is helping me through every single step, but it's not, like, she's also learning along with me. So I feel like the Explore program along with my scholarship is great for having people that have, like, gone through this process that can give you their first-hand advice to help you along in the process. Yeah, definitely. It's for me. So Emily, we kind of got off on a tangent about the Explore program, but I think that it's you it's really a good, did. but it's okay. It's a good thing to talk about because it's like a great resource that we've that we've been given, and I feel like I've taken advantage of it as much as I could over the last year. But um, kind of circling back to prep your preparation in general, do you wish that you could have done more over the last like two and a half years to prepare more? Like, do you feel like oh, I wish I would have done this more, or do you think that like up until this point you've done as much as you think you should. I That was a weird wording, but I think you get what I mean. <laughs> I do get what you mean. Um, so now looking back on it, there's a lot more colleges that I want to see, and since I can't go see them right now, mm-hmm. looking back, I wish I would have started earlier Yeah. because now I feel like I'm going to be like a little bit cramped for time because next year it is going to be senior year. And there's a lot of unsure, like, when I'm going to be able to see them. And I would rather see, like, colleges when they're in session and, like, there's students walking around and it's active to get, like, a sense of how I'm going to feel there. So I feel like in that way I wish I could have, like, done more to prepare. 
but I had no way of, like, knowing I wouldn't be able to see these colleges. Yeah, and I feel like you definitely are, I feel like you know enough, like, you, it's not like you have absolutely no idea what you want to do, it's not like you've never stepped foot on a college campus, like, you have your options in terms of what you want to do for, like, your major and your career, and you have options for the schools you want to go to, so it's just a matter of narrowing those down and also just kind of getting those last minute visits in and doing more research um, for your career and your major, so I feel like You've done a lot of research, and you seem to be prepared as anyone as a, any junior can be. <laughs> yeah. So, do you feel right now, like, because, like I said before, applying for colleges is like a lot sooner than I think we all um, like to think. So, do you feel right now like you're unprepared for like applying to colleges? I don't feel unprepared, but I would like to have longer yeah you feel a little <laughs> underprepared like you you kind of I feel yeah just a little bit like this is coming way too fast <laughs> yeah definitely that's exactly how I'm feeling so um I kind of reiterating the same question so you said that like if you could go back to like the beginning of freshman year the only thing that like you would change is just taking advantage of going on like more visits yeah, definitely. I definitely would have gone on more visits and, like, tried to find more what I like in college campuses and what I don't. Yeah. Do you wish you would have done anything different um, for, like, your major search or your career search? Um, not really. Because I've, like, I feel like I've done a lot of research by, like, to be honest, like, watching YouTube videos, I've done a lot of research, like, yeah. a day in the life of, like, a nurse, like, a pediatric nurse, or different things like that, and then I've, like, researched through, like, the work program, like, we had our tangent on, and, like, different things like that, so I feel like I've kind of, like, found a major that I like, so I wouldn't have done it any differently. Yeah, that's really, it's funny that you bring up, like, watching those, like, A Day in the Life of the Nurse YouTube videos because Hannah brought up the same exact thing, but instead she brought it up when um, she watches a lot of A Day in the Life of a College Student uh, videos and, like, for yes, example, like, the I've specific like the specific colleges that she's interested in and, like, even narrowing it is down as far as, like, um, like for example, um, The Day in the Life of a, like, University of Illinois student, like, that's a business major. So, like, it's just getting that um like really like more personal kind of like firsthand um what am I trying to say like experience it's more personal it's more not like I'm a representative of the school like I do this for like my job like let me tell you about why this is so great but just kind of giving you that like real life this is what my day-to-day life is living on this campus like going to these classes like doing these activities and it's more honest and authentic I feel like yeah definitely um I've even gone as far as like watching YouTube videos of like dorm rooms to see what like dorms look like or different like facilities in like college campuses like things that like I haven't seen on college visits and stuff too for colleges that I'm interested in yeah, because I feel like a few of the colleges, I think, like, a few of them that we, 
honestly, most of them blend together now that I think about it, but, like, a few of the colleges, like, for example, I know for a fact, like, Dayton, we got to, like, walk through a sample, like, dorm room, and, like, it was actually in, like, um, one of their residence halls, but, like, at Indiana, we, like, walked through a dorm room, but it was in, like, a random building, and it was very, like, staged, and so I think that yeah. it's, like, in a lot of the other schools, we don't, we didn't even get to, like, walk into a residence hall because of, like, the weekend we were going and, like, some of the tours we went on weren't, like, super official and it wasn't, like, an open house day or anything like that. So we didn't get access to, like, um, walking into some of the buildings like that. But I think that that's definitely an important part of, like, college research is, like, figuring out where you're going to be living. Um, yeah, I agree with that. Because I... I I don't know if I'm speaking, I think I'm speaking on behalf of a lot of people when I say this, dorm, like, when we move into a dorm, it's going to be very different than how we live now, so I think it's- Oh, 100%. Because I know that, like, I've, I've had my own, so, like, my, my brother, he's eight years older than me, and it's just the two of us, and, like, I've, so I've always had my own room, like, my entire life, and so, like, going from that to, like, living in a dorm, like, a very- small in most cases dorm room and like in some cases even like a communal bathroom is going to be very different and very much of like a a culture shock so I feel like kind of knowing exactly what it is that you're getting into is important oh yeah definitely because I feel like some people are like oh I'm never like I'd never be able to like like live in a small dorm room and like share a tiny room and like use communal bathrooms but like I don't think that you should just limit yourself to, like, oh, if the, if a school that I'm going to has a communal bathroom, like, I'm not going to it. Like, I'm not saying I'd do that, but I just definitely want to know exactly what it is that I'm, like I said, getting myself into. Like, I want to be prepared. Yeah, like, what the conditions are. Yeah. Like, what room you're, rooms, like, what type of rooms are you going to be staying in? Like, are they going to have air conditioning in the summer? Yeah. Or, like, in the fall? Yeah, like, I, I don't think necessarily say. a yeah. dorm will, like make or break my decision to like go to a college because I feel like in most cases kids only live in a dorm for like a year and then by like sophomore year they're living in like an apartment or some people are like in are involved in like Greek life so we're like not living in a dorm room beside like past freshman year so I feel like I won't make or break a decision on a school based on their residence halls but it's definitely it's a definitely an important part and like Like I said, I want to know as much as I can about that. Yeah, definitely. And, like, my brother in college, he stayed in a dorm, like, four years. So I've kind of, like, seen someone who's, like, had that kind of, like, type of dorm life Mm -hmm. and has enjoyed it. So, like, part of me, like, does want to stay in a dorm four years, too. But What school is that? Um, He went to Notre Dame. So what was dorm... Like, did he... I mean, he obviously didn't hate dorm life. I mean, he spent his entire, like, like his college life there. So, like, was his dorm, like, did he share it with one person? Kind of what was his experience? Um. So, his experience was kind of different, like, all four years. So, he, like, met a really good group of friends freshman year. And they, like, all stayed in their dorm, like, throughout their four years. And I feel like... At Notre Dame, that's, like, not very uncommon. Like, a decent amount of people do, like, stay in their dorms for all four years. Mm-hmm. But, um, so basically freshman year, he had, like, a random roommate. It was just, like, a double room. 
and then sophomore year he had another double room with one of his friends and then junior year he had a single room and he actually studied abroad second semester oh that's cool where did he go he went to france oh that's awesome yeah it was he enjoyed it so much but um and then senior year he had like a quad so he was with three other of his friends in like basically like two rooms like two double rooms put together okay so it was like two double rooms connected by a bathroom um, they actually didn't have a bathroom. It was just, like, two double rooms connected together. Oh, okay. With, like, an opening in the middle. Yeah. So, yeah. That's cool. I feel like that's interesting to, like, because I feel like dorm, like, as much as a dorm is a dorm, like, it, there's a big variation from school to school, kind of how, like, living, like, live, like, living situations kind of go year by year, because, like, there's schools like Notre Dame where, like, most people live, like, on campus in a dorm most of their time, and then there's other schools I can't think of off the top of my head, but, like, after freshman year, most people are not living on campus, or living on campus, but in, like, um, like, apartment complexes, or, uh, condos, things like that, so that's interesting. Yeah. All right, so, next, next point I want to get to is, so, for the next few months, what do you kind of have planned that you want to do to further prepare yourself for applying and, like, doing all your applications? So, for the next few months, um, I think I'm going to be taking a lot of virtual tours and Mm -hmm. doing different things like that. And I also kind of want to start looking at, like, essay prompts and things such as, like, that to kind of, like, start getting ready with the applications because, like you said, it's coming sooner than I would like to think. Yeah, but it's sooner so, than we'd all like to, than we'd all like to admit, I think. Yeah, I kind of realized that over the last week. I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. So, I think I just kind of want to, like, get myself a little bit more prepared. Yeah. And, like, organized and ready for, like, the whole process. Yeah, because nothing's worse than, like, being unprepared for something as, like, big as, like, applying to college and, like, going to a college, because that's not something that you just kind of, like, on a whim, like, the week before, like, oh, yeah, I'll apply to this school, this school, this school, get all, like, six of my applications done in a week. Like, that's not how that goes. That's something that you want to, you want to be very prepared for and, like, start way in advance and kind of have all your ducks in a row way before you even start. Definitely. So, um, you mentioned virtual visits, so I'm guessing that means that coronavirus has now affected your original plans for what you wanted to do the summer before senior year? Yes. So, I was actually supposed to go on a tour to the University of Michigan, like, over spring break. Yeah, so I was like, supposed to go to Marquette ago. with my mom. <laughs> Yeah, and my brother was supposed to be there, too, because he's just, like, got into law school, so we were both going to actually look at it together, Mm. but it was kind of, it it didn't happen, obviously. Yeah, so... So, And then I was also supposed to have a summer internship, um, like, an internship at a pharmacy, basically, like a medical supply place. That's really cool. But... Yeah, but since they don't want, like, any extra people now, that was canceled, too. 
That's the worst. So, yeah, I was applying yeah. to go to like college, um, like different college programs. Like I applied to one at um, University of Iowa, and then I was planning on applying to one at Indiana, um, like week long, like um, basically like so. I at um, Indiana it was called like the Summer like Women's Business Institute. So it was basically just like a week long program where like you lived on campus and you like took business classes and like were working with like professors that are like teach at the business school and like uh, business students and like just experience the campus life and um kind of talking with kids that are like interest like uh, for Indiana like girls that are all in like kind of have similar interests and are all um interested in like applying to Indiana and like I know for me Indiana wasn't isn't a school that I think is going to be on my list, but, like, they have one of the best business schools in the nation, so I was still planning on, like, applying to their, to that program, because, like, it's definitely a good experience, and I was looking forward to possibly having the opportunity to do that, but now that's down the drain. (laughs) Yes, I feel like a lot of kids are in, like, the same boat as us, though, because a lot of people had summer plans that got canceled, too. Yeah, I was just looking forward to, like, visiting more schools, like you said. Yeah, I agree with that, too. Even though, like, my mom has pushed this, too, with me, and I kind of agree with her about visiting schools, like, while students are there. I also wanted to, like, use the summer to maybe look at a few schools. Like, Kentucky, like, we didn't get an official tour. Yeah. But, like, we saw it when students were there. So, kind of, like, going back there and like looking around and stuff yeah possibly getting a chance to like look in more of their buildings and getting like because like um the like kind of going off of what you said like we didn't get an official tour like our two tour guides were both um Marist graduates and like they were great I'm not saying that like they were bad tour guides but like they weren't like official tour guides like there was stuff that they weren't sure of and um it wasn't like it wasn't an official tour, so, yeah, I think that that's a good point to bring up, because, like, it it was a good enough tour that, like, they obviously got your attention and, like, you're interested in the school now, but, like, there's still some other things that you want the opportunity to, like, experience and learn about at on the campus. Definitely. So, yeah. what were some of the other schools that, like, you have not gotten the chance to visit that you wanted to visit, like, over spring break? I know you said um Michigan over spring break, but... What other schools were you um, thinking of visiting over the summer? Um, so one was definitely Purdue. I wanted to go see Purdue. Another one was SLU, mm-hmm. which is kind of farther away too, so it's harder. But um, and then some schools I wanted to like go back and see a second time for some of them that we went on the college tour with, because obviously I wasn't with my parents. Yeah. So like they didn't get to experience it. And, like, they've never been to University of Kentucky, and they haven't really been to Butler either. So there's colleges like that, too, that I want to go back and take a second look at one more time, like, with my parents and get their perspectives on it, too. Yeah, definitely. Because, like you said, like I kind of mentioned before, they've, um, they've, they've, they themselves has been, have been on, like, their fair share of, like, college campuses and college visits, so, like... And they've gone through this yeah, with, like, three other kids, so you definitely want to get their opinion on it. And, like, if it's something maybe you didn't notice, like, bad about the school, they're more likely to kind of pick up on something and are like, oh, I'm late and think about this. Yeah, definitely. For sure. All right, let me read what my next question was. If you said that you found it, 
Okay, so if you said before that you kind of feel underprepared in terms of research or having a clear path for picking and applying to schools, do you feel like these plans that you have for the next few months will kind of help you feel completely prepared for applying to schools? Um, I'm hoping they will make me feel completely prepared. Yeah. But kind of like with the uncertainty of everything going on, I'm not sure if, like, I'll be able to go on a college campus for a while. Mm-hmm. So that does kind of make me feel a little nervous that I won't feel completely prepared in the fall. But I feel like as time goes, we'll just have to figure it out. Yeah, I feel like for me personally, I'll never feel complete, completely prepared. Even if everything I is normal agree. right now. Like, even if I visit a school three times, like, even if I visit, like, six schools three times and, like, do as much research as I possibly can and, like, talk to, like, 20 different students that go there and do an overnight, like, I don't think I'll ever feel completely prepared for, like, making that decision. Like, I feel like for applying, I'll be fine because applying, you don't have to make, like, a very specific decision it's you have you have options but when it comes to actually picking picking my school I feel like I'll never be completely prepared to make that choice I agree with that I'm a very undecisive person so that should be interesting yeah so Emily you were we were kind of talking about all the things that like we've done and we've found to be very beneficial and kind of some of the things that we wish we would have done so right now if you were talking to an incoming high school freshmen, what would be some advice you'd give to them regarding their college and career search that takes place in high school? Like, what are some things that you would say, do this, don't do this? Um, hmm, some things I would say. Um, I would definitely say we have so many opportunities at Marist to, like, explore different colleges and in our interests. So I would say, like, take every opportunity that you can and, like, make the most of it keep an open mind during that time like don't say like oh I love science so I have to be a doctor like think about like think about like what's realistic or what you're interested in and then I would also say like it's never too early to start exactly. like it is really never too early to start like start thinking about like what classes you're taking and how those are going to look on an application or like how you're improving or just different things like that or starting to look at colleges and showing interest from from like a freshman in high school like it's good to look prepared so don't think it's too early ever to start yeah definitely and like even though Maris does have all of these great resources I personally feel like they kind of wait a little too long to kind of impress that upon students like the first sign of like college like getting ready for college is like comes at the end of sophomore year and like you don't really do anything sophomore year either so I feel like like obviously you don't want to like bombard freshmen and sophomores with like you need to know what you want to do for college you need to start looking into college and career and blah 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 but like I feel like Maris very much puts it off a little bit like obviously we walk into junior year immediately talking about college but like you kind of have to talk about college right away to walking into junior year. So I wish there was a little more buildup in terms of, like, maybe during sophomore year and, like, end of freshman year, just kind of making college always an open conversation. Because I feel like you, like, you can talk to your college counselor at any time. Like, it's not like you're not allowed to talk to your college counselor. But I feel like it's not very much, like, 
encouraged and a lot of kids don't really know about all of the resources that Marist has until end of sophomore year, beginning of junior year. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. I feel like it definitely goes from zero to 100, like, very quickly. Mm -hmm. And that overwhelms a lot of people. Yes, I definitely agree with that. So I would say, like I said before, like, you can do, you can, like, still look at colleges on your own. Yeah, you can do your own research. Take advantage, like, not take advantage, take control of your own research. Take control of your own life because, like, I feel like a lot of kids are very apprehensive to, like, do their own research and, like, just not have anyone tell them to do it because um, for so long, like, up until college, like, majority of the time you're being told what is happening in terms of your education. You don't really have a choice. It's not really up to you. It's just you're being told what to do. So a lot of kids are just kind of used to things kind of happening for them. Not like kids are don't do the work, but I mean in terms of making big decisions like that, kids don't really think that, like, they just kind of put those big decisions to the back burners and think someone else will make them for them. So I feel like that's why a lot of a lot of kids don't really take advantage and take control of their own research and their own life. But like college, obvi- I mean, there's certain cases where families are very much pressure kids going to a certain school or going to a certain major, but there's definitely more freedom in terms of figuring out what works for you as an individual rather than what works for like your family so I feel like you need to recognize that college is like your first kind of chance at like doing something for you and doing something that's like benefiting you and is going to benefit your future but also like your interests so I think that figuring out what you like is important yes if that makes sense I feel like that was I kind of like I didn't really get to the point there, but, like, bottom line is, like, you need to figure out what works for you, and you need to not, like, put it off in a yes. very kind of short way. I, kind of, I Like I said, I kind of I kind of have these, like, long-winded answers that, like, kind of at some point they round about, but they kind of take a minute, but just kind of in a short and sweet way, do, like, you need to take, you need to take control of your own research, take control of your education, and just... There you like you said you can't over prepare for something like this. There's like yeah. there's no harm in researching colleges. There's no harm in researching careers. Like obviously not everyone is um has as many resources as we do. Like we have all these programs at school. I'm in like a scholarship program that like helps with a lot of this. But like you have a, most people have a computer or a phone or like a library card where they can go and do this research. So I feel like it's kids should not make excuses that like they don't have these resources because in this day and age pretty much everyone has this has some sort of resource that they can get in from like the information that they need oh yes it's definitely like taking control of your of your own i don't know taking control of your own destiny (laughs) taking control of your own destiny that's it yeah (laughs) Getting a computer and doing some research. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Oh, I just stuttered so hard there. We don't have to talk about that. So, (laughs) we kind of shifted gears a little bit and just kind of talking about um, advice that you would give. But for our last question, I'm going to center it back on you. 
So, Emily, are you nervous for the next few months and the things that are to come, like starting senior year, applying to colleges, and then, like, actually graduating high school and physically going to college? Does that scare you? Are you nervous? Are you excited? Are you can't wait to get the heck out of here? What are you feeling? Um, so, I would be lying if I said I'm not, like, nervous or scared. I'm, like... The whole idea of, like, applying to colleges is just, I feel like, scary for a lot of people, and it's definitely scary for me, but I am definitely looking forward to, like, what comes with senior year. Like, I just can't wait till the day where I know where I'm going, and it's just celebrations from there on out. Yes, I cannot wait. And, yeah, I feel like... I am slightly nervous for college itself, too, because, like, as you said, I have three older brothers, and I've seen them, like, go through this, so it's, like, I definitely know it's a big change, and, like, it's a very quick change. Like, I have a cousin who was a freshman in college this year that I'm super close with, and I can, like, even see the change in, like, her personality and just, like, how she is. It's, I feel like you have to mature very quickly and take responsibility for yourself, like, very quickly. So I'd be lying if I said I wasn't nervous about that, but I'm definitely excited, like, I'm excited with that nervousness yeah. because I know it's a very, like, fun, exciting time yeah. in your life, too. Definitely. I, so. I, I'm the same way. Like, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't absolutely terrified for the next few months and like making that college decision but like you said once once we're at a spot where like we know where we're going to college and we know what our major is and like we're confident and like you can tell someone like I'm just so excited for the day where someone asks like oh Brooke where are you going to school and I could like tell them like oh I'm going to this school oh what's your major gonna oh, be yeah. oh this is my major and, you can and like so- you can sound like so smart and intelligent you can sound you so like, confident oh, and like just say it with pride like I'm going to this school and this is my major and like I couldn't be more excited and like just kind of have them be like wow that's so awesome like I don't know I'm just excited for that because I feel like I'll say like I'm kind of getting like emotional just like thinking about it like I'll just I'll just I think it's just gonna be such like a like a powerful moment like the first time someone asks you oh where are you going to school and you can like say it and like know for sure that like that's where you're going and it's like I don't know I feel like that'll be a really really fun moment but also like a very defining moment because it's like oh like this is real like if it if it's if it wasn't real the last however long like when you say it out loud and like you say it to someone outside of your family like this is where I'm going to school it's very much real (laughs) like even realer than it was definitely when the reality hits yeah Hannah and I were talking about yesterday like even even past like telling people where you're going to school and what your major is I think that I'm not gonna be fully prepared and fully like ready until I'm like in my dorm room and my mom has left already and I'm at school and I'm like oh wait I'm in college oh wait Um, now this is starting definitely (laughs) like my mom is gone I'm sitting in my dorm room and I'm like oh wait now it starts (laughs) Yeah, that's when the waterworks are going to kick in, Brooke. Oh, wait, this is not just a future fleeting thought anymore. This is happening <laughs> now. Like This is reality. This is, like, now. Like, this is now. <laughs> I'm just going to, like, <laughs> oh, um, I, I'll probably, the first night of college is probably going to be me having a midlife crisis. 
kind of being like, oh, wait a minute. What did I do? A breakdown. Especially if I'm, like, five hours away from home. I'm like, oh, what did I do? I miss my mom. (laughs) I miss my dad. (laughs) I want to go home. Like, I definitely... It's going to take a lot of growing up in a very short amount of time, like you said. Yes, definitely. But, like we also said, as much as it is a scary and, like, um big process it's very much exciting and I'm grateful that like I can go through this process and like I don't know be able to experience it yeah definitely some kids don't have the opportunities like this Mm -hmm. to get to leave and go away some kids don't have the money or different things like that so definitely as much as like it's scary and it's stressful like we're definitely blessed to have this opportunity to like go further in our education yeah definitely so emily that is all the questions i have for you before we go are there any things that you want to say any thoughts feelings comments just things that you want to any any last words before we leave here last words i don't think so that's it I don't think I have any last words. All right. Well, that is all we have, everyone. I want to thank Emily for being here with me and talking with me and answering all my questions. So, Emily, thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, bro. Of course. Of course. All right. Well, I'll see you all in the next one. I think um, I'm not sure what tomorrow's episode will bring. We're just going to kind of go with it. I might kind of answer these questions on my own or I might find a new guest we'll have to see so i'll see you guys in the next one bye